This is Closer to Home, Maine's real estate radio with your host and real estate expert, Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty. Whether buying your first home, your next home, or upgrading your present home, everything you need to know is right here. Now on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. Sell your home the easy way. Just remember Jeff M-A-T E-J-A. That's the Matea Group. And call them today. Welcome everyone. Happy Sunday. You're listening to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio. I'm Jeff Matea, your host from Keller Williams Realty, the Matea Group. To my left, Harrison Smith. Hello, Harrison. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? What's going on? Oh, you know, enjoying some nice September weather and in here at the studio with you, having a good old time. And these new headphones, I don't know if it's just, you sound different today, or do you have a cold? Do I sound better? Or is it, do I have a cold? I don't know. Uh, could be, could uh, be either. Either way, uh, what are you up to? What, what did you do this past week? Uh, we actually uh, took my son out to visit our good friend there, uh, Teddy McKay, over at SimCity Golf. And Sweet. Try get the uh, get the little guy introduced, <clears throat> so I've got, a, I've got more excuses to go and play. Um, but that was a lot of fun. The simulator is a super easy way to get into the game. Uh, very, uh, very comfortable. Uh, and he had a blast. It was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, he liked it. Yeah. yeah. It, super easy for kids to well, get a hold of it. And, you know, at the end of it, he said, it's kind of like playing the Wii, but I'm actually going to hit a ball. Nice. It's like, okay, it's like video game golf with a real ball. But uh, I'll have to take the kids. I'll take it. But it was a lot of fun. Nice. He, he had a good time. It was a lot of fun. We uh, Teddy's a great host, and that's a great venue. So. Yeah, real knowledgeable. Did you give him a lesson or to Teddy? or uh, Both. Yeah. Both. It was kind of a joint effort. Nice, nice. How about you? Well, we're into football season, mm-hmm. as you know, uh, college pro, and, and now Parker also is playing flag football. So it's, uh, you know, practice two days a week, games on Sunday, and uh, yeah, keeps us keeps us very occupied. And then we come home and mom's not too thrilled that then football is also on TV. <laughs> so it's like football, football, you know, they what, what do they play? Like Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, constant. That, that works for me. You know, f- football is one of those things where it's, it's only once a week, but they've they've spread it out now where really you've got coverage four days a week and you can find football. And then you can even watch the NFL Network and watch the replay of the weekend games and watch it every single day. Well, it's perfect because, you know, the pros play Monday, Thursday, Saturday, or college is Saturday, then pros on Sunday. Yep. We have uh, Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. Oh, Pretty nice. much, you know, Wednesday is our only day off from football. <laughs> I love it. Good, good for them. Who's the uh, Who's the favorite player in the house right now? Uh, Najee Harris, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, good choice. Good choice. So good we're, young we're player. Headed to Pittsburgh for the uh, the Steelers Patriots game. That'll be a lot of fun. Good rivalry. Absolutely. Um, so we did want to remind you, interacting with the show, and we always love having you ask us questions. Is if you do have a question while we're on the air, you can give us a call at two zero seven three three one five five one six. That's also text friendly, and you can email us at closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com. So we've got a heck of a show today, but you wanted to recap last last show. Yeah, so last show we spent some time talking about the, you know, kind of the frequently asked questions that we're getting right now from clients and agents. And, um, you know, I spent a little bit of time picking on the media a little bit because we do have some headlines that are a little bit misleading. They're not necessarily inaccurate, but they're, uh, I would say, cherry picking some of the stuff from the data releases we've had. Um, you know, the market is not uh, is not stalling. There's not a crash coming. Uh, things are still in really good shape. We're still seeing a very active, very fluid market. And we still don't have enough inventory. Uh, but we've had those same themes here for a couple of years and, and we continue to feel it. Well, and it's always, uh, you know, it's everyone's has a different perspective. We mm-hmm. all do. We just want to make sure that you're listening to the right perspective and that, you know, like our local economists that we have on our, our market recap show in Cat and Donna are boots on the ground, seeing homes every day, talking to buyers and sellers constantly, not, you know, the media is just pulling statistics, which is typically old. They're They're two to three weeks behind and they're usually for the whole state of Maine or the country, mm-hmm. they're not specific to your town, your 
price points, your style of home. I mean, it's really hard to give statistics for every thing. So they just cherry pick, like you said, and want you to just read their articles. Right. And that's the point of that state of the market show is to take those, you know, the data is nice. The stats that get released are nice. They are helpful. They're an indicator, um, but they're a little too broad. And that's the purpose of that show is to really get underneath the information, you know, talk about the markets, talk about what clients are actually seeing, feeling, uh, you know, what's, what's actually happening day to day versus what is that, you know, monthly snapshot try to tell you. Um, and if you missed that show, you can find the replays WGAN.com in the podcast section, or you can download the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, I love hearing from folks that, you know, our listeners that say, oh, I didn't catch that episode, but I went to the podcast and uh, yeah, that sounded great. Great job. Yeah. Great topic. So keep them coming. And that's also the point of, you know, the the hotline is make sure that exactly. you, you text in or call into the Closer to Home hotline with just feedback or a topic that you'd like to hear. Um, you know, we need to hear from you on, you know, where we should focus our efforts. Yeah. And if you've got questions, you can always reach us 207-331-5516, text or call. And you can also email Closer to Home at PortlandRadioGroup.com. Uh, if we don't have the answer, we will certainly find the person that does. Um, and you know, every so often we'll try to compile that list of questions and bring them on the air so everybody can hear what you know what the market in general is thinking. And then an overview for today, we have an awesome guest in studio. Is that right? That is right. We've got Crystal Lee joining us from New Hampshire. She's the team lead of the Sparrow Group, a new real estate team down in New Hampshire. Uh, looking really forward to talking with her. Um, you know, very interesting background, kind of like us. She's come at come at real estate from a couple of different angles. Um, and a lot of fun to hear somebody who's maybe at the front end of the team building experience um, to kind of understand what's going on there. Yeah, I can't wait, you know, because you know, it's, a, you know, again, a, a new perspective, you know, someone that uh, is building that team and uh, sees a different market in exactly. Bedford, greater Bedford. Exactly. And as we talked about last week, too, we've got that event coming up. We love to surround ourselves with people that have different opinions, viewpoints, perspectives that are coming from different markets, because that's ultimately where we all learn. And everybody benefits from getting in rooms with people um, and having those conversations and going deep into things. So this will be a good one. Awesome. Awesome. And then we have the tip of the week as well as local events. It looks like that local events calendar is pretty loaded this week. It's full. There's a lot going on. But it, like I was saying on the way into the into the station, you know, this is, I feel like September is the best part of the whole year, you know, weather-wise and, you know, it's quieter and, you know, we get really a nice, a nice four or five week window here to really enjoy things. And so then, you know, leading right into the show, real estate news related, we know that your your cup of tea is more the commercial market. We, yep. We've we've talked residential um, and how hot that's been. I'd love to learn more about commercial and your take on it and where, where we're going. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my background is very heavily in commercial and I've en- I enjoy commercial. It's a much different view of real estate. But um, <clears throat> there's, a, there's an article here in Main Biz that was put together between um, Bolus and Main Biz looking at the... Uh, at the commercial market and more so looking at the investment side of the commercial market. You know, a lot of times commercial properties are owned by the operator or the, the user of the space. Uh, in many cases with commercial, you've also got the investor that buys the space and then leases it out to somebody else. So looking around the market, uh, we actually had a incredibly strong uh, Q1 and Q2 of 2022. Uh, you know, the volume and the, and the unit counts for actual transaction activity, we had two and a half times the volume wow. in terms of units, incredible, and almost three times the dollar volume in terms of activity. So there's a lot of, again, it goes back to the headlines. Everybody feels like commercial real estate is in, is in tough shape or potentially you know dying. And what we're seeing here is it's not. Investors are coming back. Rates are still good. Things still make sense. You know, the market is still very active. So what would you correlate that to? Because we know COVID changed, you know, a lot of office space kind of just disappeared. We had actually companies that were building office space that said, well, you're going to work from home. And I know we built this beautiful building, but only so-and-so, you know, can be, you know, a fourth of the corporation can be here any given day, stay home. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then, you know, so then what happened, right? Industrial. Oh, yeah. Rose. Yeah. The, the market did shift. And, and I will go back and say, you know, office space is not dead. We're still seeing no. a lot of activity in the office area. There's still companies that are coming to Maine or expanding in Maine. People still go to the office. Sure. Yes, there are definitely remote work options, but it's not the only thing. Um, but really in all this is that industrial really blew up. And what happened is as people bought more things online, um, as people got used to having doing things like, you know, pickups and deliveries of, of food and various things, the need for either those more localized, you know, locations that can handle that last mile type delivery like an Amazon, mm-hmm. um, as well as production spaces for some of those local companies that were outgrowing or bursting at the seams where they were, that's really driven the market because that continued high demand for goods, you know, inflation, you know, the whole environment that we're in right now, that demand for goods has driven a big time need for production space, but also distribution and last mile delivery. Uh, and we're seeing that a lot here. Um, and you've got, you know, you've got Amazon who's looking in Maine that, you know, they're likely to end up landing here at some point in the near future. And there's going to be a lot more activity there because we continue to demand goods and services online. Sure. And I know, you know, uh, you'd said that existing inventory remains available. Projects like the Downs, Rock Row mm-hmm. are, are still very prevalent. I, I even, uh, Heard, I think, on the radio that uh, the Shaw's that is closing in Westbrook and possibly the one in Scarborough uh, already have 15 parties that are interested in moving yeah. into that space. So can you talk more to that? Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. So, you know, we don't have a we don't have a ton of existing commercial inventory in Maine. With the growth of the state, that brings jobs, it brings other things with it. So the demand for commercial picks up. Um, but we do see very strong demand for commercial, so much so that um, you've got these new projects like the Downs and Rock Row that are bringing new inventory to the market, and even they are selling out what they have. Um, now, new construction is great. It's a little bit slower. It requires more planning, a little more costly, but you drop all those maintenance and upkeep costs of, of an existing building and the fit up of getting a building, a space ready for you and that building ready for you. Um, so a lot of great options there, but you know, we've never seen so much new inventory hit the market as we have with these projects. And even that inventory is getting gobbled, taken. Gobbled up right away. Yep. Yeah. Well, I know your thing too is that commercial is less um, people intensive as residential, right? It's, it's You're a numbers guy. Um, can you talk to that as like the differences of commercial versus residential? Yeah. Commercial is a totally different animal. Uh, you know, residential, we, we value residential based on, you know, what other properties like it have sold for. Commercial is very differently. It's valued like a business. So really it comes down to what's the income of that that actual business or that building generates. And then you're doing, you're doing math to value that based on the income it generates. So, you know, the more income, obviously the higher the valuation, you know, the lower expenses, the higher the valuation, but it, it works more like a business. The comps around it are not necessarily important. It's more about who's the user in it. What is the use? What's use, the rent right. rate? How much income comes off the building? And that's how you get the valuation. But because of that, the financing is also different. You know, you're not getting 30-year fixed rate financing on a commercial building. You're getting a 25-year amortized loan. It's probably only fixed for between 5 and 12 years, and it balloons, and you've got to refinance. So you've, it's a totally different product. It works much differently. But to that point, you're not signing a one-year lease with a tenant. You're signing a 5-year, 10-year, 15-year lease. And in many cases, it's kind of a set-it-and-forget-it option. You build the building. You put a tenant in there, and for the next 10 or 15 years, they pay rent. They take care of the place. Hopefully they renew and you just keep the cycle going. Yeah, so you don't see a lot of turnover or change of use, right? You don't really. Once once something is used in a certain way, it's usually too expensive to try to convert it to something totally different. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I know we have an awesome segment two with Crystal Lee from the Sparrow Group coming up. You're listening to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio, News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGN. We'll be right back.
Have a question about real estate or home improvement? Call the 24-hour Closer to Home helpline at 207-331-5516. Now back to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio, with your host and real estate expert, Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560, WGAN. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Always love to jump around in the, in the studio, right? What was it, Wisconsin football? Is that's, that what you were right. talking about? Yeah, the fourth quarter uh, intro. <laughs> so welcome back to segment two. Happy Sunday. We have a fantastic guest in studio. Absolutely. And for the listeners, if you have questions during the show today you, or even after the show, you can always reach us at 207-331-5516. Email us closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com. And then we're happy to welcome in our guest today, Crystal Lee Zielinski. Morning. Good morning. Welcome. Thanks Thank for ha- you. Thanks for coming. Uh, can you share a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and what you do for fun? Um, I'm from southern New Hampshire, um, and for fun, I like to um, do anything outdoors, um, jet skiing, um, hiking, side-by-sides, anything adventurous. Um, Perfect. Well, there's plenty of uh, real estate and New Hampshire to do that, right? Yes, there is. <laughs> Lots <laughs> of great options. So so how long have you been in real estate and how did you end up in real estate? I've been in real estate about eight years. Um, I started in property management. Um, actually, backtrack on that one. I started in construction. I worked for a builder who built condo associations. Um, I, and that's what piqued my interest. I was in college to be a cop. Or a lawyer, whichever one. I, I did my internship, and I was like, yeah, I can't be an attorney. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> no then offense to any of the, <laughs> the attorneys listening out no. there. But uh, So that's what drew you into uh, real estate was just you know construction and then property management, just all the bells yes. and whistles of what goes on on the day-to-day. Yes. So managing condo associations, you're a project manager, you're a personality manager, you're a counselor, you're all those things. How long did you do the property management for? Uh, 11 years. Wow. That's a, it's a long time in property management. Yes. It's a tough one. So was it condos only or was it also just like your standard long-term rental type properties? Rentals as well. Okay. Condo so associations too. Gotcha. Um, so you recently have begun down the team building path with the Sparrow Group in New Hampshire. Can you talk a little bit about what the Sparrow Group is and where you guys are? So it, yeah, I've um, brought in a lot of agents um, and been mentoring them for the for years. Um, and um, more recently, I had an opportunity where I couldn't say no to, um, and it came knocking at the door. And I just said, "Okay, it's time." I've been thinking about it for a while. Um, just wasn't ready to jump into it, and. Um, it's been going great. We got an office. We have a couple of agents on the team already that I've been mentoring, um, and things are going really well. Hopefully, we've got some big goals. Awesome. Awesome. So you mentioned you know, bringing people into real estate and mentoring and all that. Is that something that came to you naturally, where you just kind of gravitated towards meeting people, helping them out, or is that yes. something you've grown into? Um, just comes natural. Now, now you're in the Bedford Market Center, Bedford, New Hampshire. Um, tell us about that area and what the market's like. It's really, it's really like a lot of the other locations, but um, especially in southern New Hampshire, we're closer to the Massachusetts border, 
um, and prices of homes have always been more expensive in Massachusetts. So in the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of um, people come from New York, California, and Massachusetts. So they are selling their houses and moving to New Hampshire. Um, so we've been inundated with um, lots of sales, um, less inventory than buyers. But um, we're starting to see that, that level out a little bit too. Well, and I bet the, the no income tax, no sales tax is pretty attractive, right? Is that yes. a driver for a lot of folks? or It's a little bit, not terribly. Okay. More so, more so quality of life than anything. Yes. Yeah. So what made you want to start a team? Was it just mentoring these agents and seeing, well, I can, I can lead them and I want to see them grow or what, what caused you to start a team? Um, the, like the mentorship and being able to help them and help them that with their mindset because a lot of the newer agents are scared. I remember being that agent. I remember being scared and not knowing and what I needed. I wanted to be able to provide that to them so that way I can help them succeed and build their dreams too. Now, uh, of particular areas of the market or just real estate in general, are there particular ones that you specialize in? Condos, multifamily? Um, n- nothing's particularly do- that I specialize in. I do know more than I want to know about condos and multifamilies. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of my business does come from that spear. Okay. Um, so if with, anything. So with uh, with the um, the the property management background and construction, are you doing a lot with new construction or is that leading into some of the condos too with that? Um, it is, that that is spearheading as we speak. Um, working with a builder, we have um, purchased quite a few lots and we've got a lot of things going on. Yeah, and new construction is a bit of a specialty. We don't see a lot of agents that necessarily are comfortable with new construction because the process is different. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're working with a builder, you know, you have, being from construction, you have that level of comfort. But what are the sorts of things you're looking for? More importantly, when you're finding that builder you want to work with, it's a trusted builder, um, trust somebody that I trust that is going to take care of the quality of houses. Um, and that's not, I mean, you see builders start things, projects all the time, and mm-hmm. then they end up, you know, not being able to finish the project. So just finding that, that builder, um, that's working well with the real estate agent. You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. So as a real estate agent f- focusing on new construction, are you there more as the kind of conduit for the seller, or are you also doing some project management and trying to help make sure everything stays on track? Um, make sure everything stays on track, too, because the builders, they're busy doing the building stuff. Um, so you have to stay on top of them. Just make sure it all gets completed on time. Yes. Okay. Timing is of essence with that. And with that, a lot of these guys are a little bit more financial and investment-minded. Yes. And so your background, working with investors, um, other than builders, I'm assuming you still work with a lot of investors outside of that. Yes. Okay. Now, how would you describe, um, you know, looking for candidates for your team? What would you describe as the ideal agents? What's their makeup? You know, what are they, where are they located? What are they specializing in? We're still looking into um, figuring out what that is. Obviously, it's somebody that's going to be ambitious, that has drive, um, that wants to do something, not somebody that you have to hold their hand with everything. Um, those are the people that you may not want to 
may not be good agents. Mm-hmm. And they take direction well, right? They listen. They're easy to coach. You know, they're coachable. Yes, um, coachable. We like those folks that, that mm-hmm. listen and yeah. uh, take direction well. Awesome. And then, so along those same lines, when you're out there looking for agents, and are there particular areas or, or fields they may come from that that are better suited for real estate than others? Not that I've noticed yet. Okay. Okay. More interactive, like people oriented. They're they're comfortable around people. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Psychologist. Oh. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We've oh. had a lot of folks in like teaching and hospitality have been yeah. fantastic because yeah. they're yeah. they're already like commu- great communicators. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a there's a, a desire to help people. There's a, there's a, a desire to be you know communicative to be very involved that oftentimes. You know, it lends itself better to real estate. We see that a lot with hospitality, with with uh, nursing, with all the medical fields because they're used to being so hands-on. If you're looking for input on your property, you can visit our website at jeffsellsmain.com. Or if you're looking for tips or tricks, we, you can also check out jeffsellsmain.com forward slash closer to home. Yeah, so last question for you before we move on to the next segment. Um, you know, How has the market been in New Hampshire? Are you seeing the same things we've seen here or things returning to something kind of like normal? It's starting in some towns, some areas, um, more so than others, That's, um, but it's still very much alive and going. Um, lots of buyers, lots of sellers, those people who the um, the time of the year has something to do with it too. Um, you know, people who are downsizing from college kids going off and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's still pretty steady. Um but we are definitely seeing a shift more normalcy, which is good for everybody. Still a lot of out-of-state buyers out there? Yes. Okay. Excellent. Well, that was a great segment. In our third segment, Crystal Lee will be back and we'll answer uh, some more of your questions as well as dig into uh, mindset, what I, I know Crystal Lee has a big focus on. You're listening to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio, with your host and real estate expert, Jeff Matea, on News Radio 985 FM and AM 560 WGAN. Sell your home the easy way. Just remember Jeff M A T E J A. That's the Matea Group. And call them Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio. We're in studio here talking about real estate in New Hampshire with Krista Lee Zelinski of the Sparrow Group. Absolutely. And if you missed any of today's show or past episodes, you can always find them online, wgan.com in the podcast section, or you can download them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. So we discussed that there's a changing market in in our last episode, and um, we just want to know how you're preparing for it. Well, the changing market is all about mindset, too, because, I mean, we can be scared um, and then that will hold us back from things when not that's not necessarily the the right thing to do. So educating um, is really key and mindset. Well, no one's scared of this market, right? Just maybe a buyer or a seller. Real estate agents aren't. <laughs> no way. No, we all no, are. <laughs> no, no, not that. Not that mindset. No, we're we're all positive. Every, it's always a good time to sell. It's always a good time to buy. Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of the things we talked about last week too. Was that you know kind of that roller coaster ride and the fact that you know there is the there's a lot of agents that have been in this business for three, four, five years that may not have seen a normal market. We've only seen this crazy market, and you know it's definitely a shift for people. Although it's not a shift for the market, the market's going back to normal or hopefully something close to normal. It's a shift for agents. Yeah. And then just to make sure that we're the voice that we're, we're putting out there, you know, 
based on our client's perspective and, and information that they need, that we're being yep. the, the economist, the advisor, they ultimately <clears throat> make the decision. Absolutely. Um, so being a big proponent of mindset, um, what's, what is mindset and why does it matter to you in your real estate business? Well, the mind is a very strong um, thing because it can stop you from being able to do the things that you want to do just because of fear. And it's just mindset that holds you back. Anything can, anything is possible. Agreed. Um, so would you recommend listening to, you know, who would you recommend listening to as far as like getting this mindset back, back in track and, and positive? Do you listen to audiobooks or like have a mentor that you, you know, you focus on? Well, as of uh, real estate agents, we travel a lot. So I listen to Audible a lot um, and Spotify. I have actually gone to see Tony Robbins live um, in person in Texas a couple years ago, which was amazing. Um, I do listen to him almost daily. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, talk about the guru of uh, mindset uh, would be Mr. Tony Robbins. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, And one of the things with mindset we see, especially with agents that might be a little bit newer in the business, is that oftentimes that fear, it's not a fear of, can I do this? It's more a fear of, I don't know what to do next, so I'd rather not do anything because I don't know what that next step is. Is that something you see often too? Absolutely. Yep. Um, You know, a lot of people, they have the fear of the unknown, Mm -hmm. uncertainty, as Tony Robbins says. It definitely holds people back. Is that something you dealt with as a newer agent or a newer property manager or in your various roles? Yes, of course. Yep. So how do you think someone can manage their mindset to improve it um, to, you know, kind of what they don't know? You know, sometimes it's good that they don't know. How do you you manage that? How do you manage your mindset to stay positive? You just educate yourself um, and think what you focus on expands the bold loss, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So do you do you listen to going to an appointment or a meeting? Is there, is there other than Tony Robbins something that you listen to to keep your that positive mindset and you know focused on all good is going to happen, come to me through positive energy? Well, the thing is, is I've been doing it for quite some time now and it just comes natural. Um, so I don't actually have to think that way because I've, you know, I've practiced it. It's a habit of mine now. And people are attracted to you because of that, right? You're, you're sending out that positive energy and Absolutely. it's attracting folks. So yeah. ideally you're looking for those other positive minded, always staying positive people. Yes. Yep. That's a really interesting point about the fact that over time it goes from the fear into that more experienced where it just comes naturally to you. Do you feel like that's something that happens gradually or is it you just reach a certain point and kind of that switch flips and you you move from having that fear into just feeling totally comfortable moving forward. You never feel totally comfortable moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have worded that better. Sure. Right, right. Um, but yeah, no, it is definitely something gradual. Um, and I think that that's part of the reason why, I, you know, building the team um, has been something that I want to do. And that is the way that I build the team. I'm always that positive um, person building the team up, the members um, of the team. Yep. So Jeff, to poke at you a little bit here, did you have like a, like hype up music or things like that earlier in your career or did you kind of go the same route, route as Crystal Lee where it went from uncertainty into just being comfortable? Uh, so oddly enough, no, I, I listen to a lot of um, music as well as like, we, you know, in, in sports we had, uh, luckily I had a coach that had did a lot with visualization. So you'd picture yourself, your future self winning and doing something out, you know, outrageous. And, you know, the more that you told yourself in, you know, closing your eyes and doing this and that, uh, you got to that point, whether it was like next week at a, at a match or a race mm. 
or two years from now, just by telling yourself and journaling and writing that over and over and over. Uh, it's crazy how the mind works um, because I've done a lot of journaling as well through courses and you tell yourself what you want. Oddly enough, you know, like if you ever have done the, uh, the letter, I know it's in bold, but yeah. I even as a kid in eighth grade wrote a letter to oh, myself yeah. in high school that you read as a senior and it was like, man, something's weird here. Yeah. Like <laughs> almost everything came true in that letter. Um, yeah. It's just that you're, you're a subconscious talks to yourself you're listening to closer to home Maine's real estate radio on news radio 98.5 fm and am 560 wgan so crystal lee do you find when you've got something big coming up or something new coming up is there a certain way you get ready for it so that you can control that mind of yours or have you been in this business where you just know now that you can handle it um no i prepare myself um a lot of like um what jeff was saying the um the 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 like listening to music and things like that um and just preparing um that way okay got it now are when you when you go into meetings with clients are you you know always staying positive and have that mindset to to explain to them like hey I've been here I've done this before here's some examples and telling stories is that you know how you're getting results yeah yeah absolutely it's about educating um the clients and letting them know that you know easing their mind they're you know, buying a home isn't um something that it's hard for our clients too um, well yeah big I mean, decisions and you've had fantastic results i'm hearing you know a number of instances where you've sat down and just comforted that person by saying like well i've already been here i've done this i'm going to make sure this happens for you follow I me yeah i do that with the clients as well not just the team got it yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's big for the client to feel comfortable with the transaction when you kind of let them know that you're comfortable and you and you kind of portray confidence that you that you can get them there you've been here before because um, that is a scary process for somebody who maybe hasn't done it before or maybe hasn't done it in a while yes absolutely you know um, help them with their uncertainty as well yeah exactly so how are you manage managing this market talking to other agents as well um, about what's coming up you know the shift how are you managing your mind such that their mind is at ease yeah, that, that's been a tricky one, too, because you've got those agents who don't have that good mindset um, and how they haven't been in the market. They haven't seen the shifts. They haven't been through it, um, especially, you know, the new agents who are who have witnessed the last two years or three years. And now things are starting to and they're all getting scared of, you know, because they're hearing what, you know, the media is saying and they're hearing what other people are saying. So they get nervous. So just a whole helping them with their mindset, knowing that, you know, everything changes and it's going to change again and again, and it will be, it'll be good. Yeah. The one constant is change, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, I mean, you're using a lot of your um, background going to study to become a police, you know, in the police uh, force and being an attorney. Did you use any of that in the mindset a avenue? Yeah, some of it. Not very much, though. Um didn't really pertain except for the property police. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so back to the property management then. I mean, I'm sure you dealt with a number of different situations that you can use those uh, stories to, to ease people's minds. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So we got about a minute here before we have to wrap up. But before we let you go, Crystal Lee, can you let people know, uh, again, you know, Sparrow Group, where are you and how, people, how can people get in touch with you? Um, at the Bedford, New Hampshire office, 603-203-9728 is how you can reach me directly on my and, cell phone. And how about your website? The www.sparrowgroupnh.com. 
Fantastic. Awesome. You're listening to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio, News Radio 98.5 FM, AM 560 WGN. We'll be right back. This is Closer to Home, Maine's real estate radio. Whether buying your first home, your next home, or upgrading your present home, everything you need to know is right here with Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty and his weekly guest experts. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Sunday. Back in our final segment here, Harrison, and uh, we'll wrap things up. But we had an excellent show with Crystal Lee. We loved those past two segments on mindset. I'm always a proponent of, you know, just getting into that space and staying positive. Yeah, absolutely. We spent a lot of time talking about the mindset component of this because, honestly, so much of your success lies on the other side of the fear and the uncertainty and the, you know, the limiting beliefs and all those things. So really, you know, understanding that's a big piece of understanding, you know, how to be successful and how to get through it. Sure. And, and, you know, a lot of agents are, are coming into this for the first time. Even if you've been in this in this business for, you know, eight to 10 years, you may encounter a different scenario. You know, such and such has lost a loved one or gotten divorced or someone's passed away in the home. There, there's mm-hmm. A number of negative um, happenings do occur and, and result in real estate being transacted. And we do have to manage that or just, you know, squabbles among spouses or significant others that lead to a, a sale of a property and we have to handle it and be professional, but also keep our mind in a space that we don't cause our clients to go at each other or have a, a even more difficult situation escalate. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's universal stuff. That's not unique to, right. you know, real estate or, or Maine versus New Hampshire or any other state. Like those are universal problems. People that people a deal with and then B for people like us, we have to try to help them through. We, we laugh. Sometimes you feel a little bit like a counselor or a psychologist, but <laughs> sure. you, you do, you know, this is a, this is a big deal. A lot of times this is driven by large life events Exactly, um, yeah. and you've got to be sensitive to that, but also be able to help people through it. Cause that's a big piece of the value that we add. Yeah. And unfortunately they don't teach that in, in sales agent courses, right? You, you learn how to transact and the laws of, of your particular state and real estate. Um, you don't learn how to, you know, counsel people. Um, it's just something that we learn by doing and get thrown into the uh, the fire. Yeah, exactly. No, we, we actually talked about that a little bit this morning before we came on the show was the fact that there's, you take the real estate course, you learn all about real estate, you go out to be an agent, um, and it doesn't necessarily prepare you for the situations you're going to come across, the people you may have to deal with, uh, and some of those aspects that make you a very good agent. You really have to learn that either from somebody who's going to show it to you, or you just have to kind of learn it on your own as you go. Sure. Which rolls very nicely into our tip of the week is that, you know, in uncertain environments, uh, we do have to be mindful of how we think and feel as well as how our clients think and feel. And, you know, everybody out there is like there's always a buyer and a seller and there's typically a buyer agent and a seller agent. And, you know, there's home inspectors and, you know, we're encountering a lot of folks and people are people. Yes, people are people. That is, uh-huh. that is always going to be true. And, and with, you know, a lot of uncertainty right now with inflation, interest rates, I mean, people may be concerned. I know the, the uh, unemployment rate is very low, but maybe mm-hmm. people are concerned about, you know, their 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 profession, where they're going, if they're being relocated, downsized, up, you know, yeah. 
everything under the sun. Yeah, or are they potentially quiet quitting or quiet firing or quiet whatever the topic of the week is? And I think that's as we talked about on last week's show. A lot of it is the headlines we read, the things we talk about, the things we focus on. Those are the things that consume our brain power and the and the space in your mind. The more of that that is you know, negatively angled or potentially not helpful to you, the more you just kind of burn up mind space on things that might just make you feel uncertain. Yeah. And then we are obviously back into another political cycle. So, uh, you know, welcome to campaigning and, yeah. uh, you know, November will come very quickly. So we've got a lot of uh, mudslinging and just different issues that are on the table in your, you know, municipality, your state, your region um, that are important. And, uh, you know, just keeping that, you know, positivity up and that mindset you know, will do wonders for you. Yeah, exactly. And the political cycles are always interesting because then you get into issues, you get into negative campaigns and ads, you get into Facebook debates, you get into all these things that you're spending time and energy on, I would say, unproductive things. Although it may feel important at the moment, it's unproductive to you. And that really, that does get into your mind and really does start to make you focus on all those things and all the negativity. And uh, I find these political cycles can be, a, can be real difficult in that sense because you're just surrounded by bad news and arguments and debates and uh, it's just not a, not a fun time. Right. Well, you know, and, and, and the purpose is to divide you, to make you decide one or the other mm-hmm. and to uh, get you to sway one way or, one way or the other. So, um, you know, just control your mind, control your energy, um, stay positive and don't, don't be influenced by negative um, you know, outside influences on your, on you. You're listening to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio and News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. Yeah, and the mindset piece is a really big thing and something we talk about a lot within the team um, and within kind of our circle of people is just trying to surround yourself with positive people, surround yourself with positive energy, keep positive things in your life um, because that negativity, it does wear on you. It takes your energy down. Uh, it does change your outlook. It changes you how you feel. And it's, it's important to understand when you are in that cycle and you do feel something like you don't feel like you're right. You feel tired. You feel angry. You feel irritated. Um, it's important to be able to understand that and take a step back and go find something that brings energy back to you. You know, we talk about filling the cup and all that sort of stuff we've talked about within the Keller Williams world. You got to find those things that, that draw you back to you and get you out of that cycle. And it's still summer, even though, you know, yeah. now I see shipyard pumpkin and all this pumpkin, everything is, is out there. Right. But, uh, we do have positivity in our content for the uh, the week, you know, weekly happenings. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you can follow us anytime on social media at uh, the Matea Group on Instagram or the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty on Facebook. You know, we're sharing what we're up to, um, funny videos, news, update stats. If you want to watch Jeff open a bottle of a glass bottle of Moxie, Moxie. On, a, on a door, that's right, um, because that's a really <laughs> impressive real estate trick we've learned along the way. You can certainly see that too. Yeah, you never know. Someone in the office needed to open their moxie. We didn't have a bottle opener, and I showed them how they could open it on the door jam. Yeah, and you, you can see us jump around. You That's can that. see us open bottles yeah. of moxie on a door. Right. You know, we we got all kinds of tricks. Yeah, so heading right into uh, we have Friday, September twenty third and twenty fourth, all day. The Kendamunk Rex uh, Parks and Rec uh, are doing some free events. Uh, you know, fun for all ages. The, this year's theme is uh, Kendamunk Port. Past, present, and future, featuring uh, local artists exploring what makes our state and community so unique. Uh, you're all invited to stop by on Friday to see the featured artists at work starting in the morning through the afternoon. Yeah, we're seeing more of these these free events, these community days of sorts, um, especially coming out of COVID. People want to get out of the house. They want to do things. They want to ideally be outside still in a lot of cases. It's nice to see the communities actually offer these outdoor free events to get people out back in the community, back talking to people and kind of ramp up that socialization that for two years we largely lost. And have you ever been on a uh, 5K color fun run? 
I've not. I've not. It looks like a lot of fun, though. Unreal. It's so much fun. So uh, on Saturday, there will be a 5K color fun run. Um, You'll be sprayed with cornstarch chalk Mm. as you make your way through uh, the route, becoming uh, living pieces of art. Yeah. So I've I've seen tons of photos on Facebook in the past of people doing those runs, and they're just completely covered, and it's tons of fun. Yeah, my my kids got involved in a little one of those at at a community day in Biddeford last, uh, I think last spring. And the amount of fun they had just getting splashed with this chalk is, <laughs> it's laughable, but boy, were they colorful by the end. And then from 1 to 7 p.m., food trucks, local breweries, and live music. So, you know, keep the keep the party going into the uh, into the evening. Um, you know, obviously kid-friendly as well with uh, carnival games, bounce houses, uh, campfires for s'mores. Uh, sounds like a great great event. And uh, thanks to the Kennebunk Recreation uh, Department for that. Yeah, it, a lot of fun, a lot of options. Good chance to get outside. And Kennebunk, Kennebunkport. It's beautiful down there, especially this time of year when it's a little bit quieter. You can get into some of the restaurants and the shops and really experience it um, versus when it's uh, middle of summer and it's it's warmed and, and busy. But great area to go spend some time and nice to see a free event available. Yeah, and then I know um, this this one's pretty close to the team in our, in our hearts here. Uh, Matea gives Saturday, September 24th, Payson Park in Portland. Say that three times past. Yeah. Okay. Um, check in at 9 a.m. Uh, there is a ceremonial walk at 10 at 10.30, sorry, um, held annually for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Um, and I know that Andy Welch, uh, who's been on the show in the past uh, from our Portsmouth office, uh, has uh, that's his that's his charitable organization for the Matea Gives, right? Yeah, it's, it's a great organization. And if you have not been around somebody who's experienced Alzheimer's and gone through it, I, I sadly worked with somebody in my past career at IDEX that I watched go through it. Um, it is a, it's a very, very difficult situation for friends, family, and people around to, to see somebody go through that. This is a great organization doing a lot of work. Um, but with anything, it takes a lot of money and a lot of resources and a lot of support to fight something like this. So these walks are great. They're everywhere. Uh, it's, a, it's near and dear to the team's heart. And uh, I fully expect we're going to see some of our team members out there at this event yeah. uh, participating. And it's, it's their world's largest fundraiser for um, Alzheimer's care support and research. So, uh, you know, if you can make it. It's uh, Saturday, September 24th at Payson Park in Portland. Check in 9 a.m., ceremony at 10, and the walk starts at 10.30. Yeah, great event. And that to wrap up the weekend, we've got uh, at the Curtis Memorial Library in Brunswick, they're offering a repair cafe. I've never seen this before, but it looks really cool. Uh, in an effort to reduce waste and learn new skills, um, the Curtis Memorial Library is actually offering this repair cafe. Uh, it's a global movement, so it started in Europe but it's grown into a global organization with the goal of reducing waste as well as educating people on how to repair the items that break every day rather than throw them away. So I, I feel like that's pointed a little bit at me because I, exactly. I look at things and I go, ah, I, I can try to fix it or I can just go replace it. Sometimes replacing it's easier, but really they're trying to get people to come out and think more about how do you repair those items. So rather than throwing it in the trash and adding to the trash pile somewhere else, we actually keep it around. Or was it really secretly Danny's knock at me that I uh, save everything and I try to repair it and... You know, duct tape is every man's best friend, at least in Maine. I've never seen somebody use one envelope so many times, but that's know, right. there's that's certainly right. a skill to it. Yeah, yeah. or open a open a moxie bottle in the doorway. <laughs> um, so they'll have experts there to repair electronics, lamps, mend clothing, small appliances, sharpen tools, wood furniture, as well as your jewelry. Um, and if they're unable to repair your item, uh, they'll make suggestions on where you can find parts and learn how to repair it or have it professionally repaired. So it sounds like just a great networking event, getting out into the community just to be able to socialize. I mean... Bring something that's broken and, uh, you know, meet somebody. Yeah, what's really cool, too, is that the, the group of volunteers there to perform the perform the repairs are actually going to show the people that brought the item how they're doing it with the hopes of being able to show them in the future if it happens again, here's how you fix it. So a good chance to learn maybe an interesting skill um, or something that may save you some money down the road 
rather than just bring it to a shop and wait for it to be repaired, you can actually learn what they're doing, which is interesting. So I'm going to put you on the spot. If you had to bring an item to this event that's broken, what would you bring? Boy, I'd, I'd bring the couple of cell phones I've lost along the way that I probably could have saved, but it just, I couldn't wait. So I had to replace it. Well, what, what, how'd you break it? Did you just drop it or? Uh, we, uh, I, there's one that was dropped and one that got wet and, oh, okay. uh, which, you know, they say you can repair those. I'm not really sure. Um, but what about you? Jeez, oh, uh, I could just bring just about anything, yeah. but I, I, I just pop open YouTube and figure it out myself anyway. Um, but it would be good to just even network. I think, uh, yeah. I could learn a lot from these folks and you know, who knows, maybe I'll be one of those experts repairing people's stuff. Maybe in the years to come, <laughs> I, I could see it. So, uh, one item that's not on this list, Jeff, we have coming up on That's October right. 1st. You want to talk about it? Yeah. So the Matea Group's Apple Picking Client Appreciation Event on Saturday, October 1st. We're at Libyan Sons You Pick in Limerick. Uh, it's a fabulous orchard. Uh, not just apples. Uh, they have blueberries will be in season. I think peaches just ended, but they have yep. um, raspberries. raspberries as well. And it's just, uh, you know, fun and excitement. There's um, a beers on tap, pizza. Uh, you know, you can pick in the orchard and just listen to music and hang out. Uh, we'll have some cornhole uh, yep. event for uh, for folks to just compete and laugh and have fun. Yeah, I was there last weekend. They had a, a guy there doing balloon animals. They had live music. They got the covered seating area, pizza, beer, donuts. I mean, the kettle corn, which, of course, the kids loved on the way home. Uh, but a great place to go hang out. A lot of options. Not just stuck with only one thing. Um, tons of parking. You know, it's a great it's a great facility for an event like this. Yeah, and that's in Limerick, Saturday, October 1st our Matea Group event. Check us out on jeffsellsmain.com. Excellent show again. Thank you so much for listening to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio. Sell your home the easy way. Just remember Jeff, M-A-T-E-J-A. That's the Matea Group.